Welcome to Red Wine Conversations. I hope you guys have had a great week. When I tell you my week has been rough, it has been rough, 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 rough. However, I can say I'm thankful because the issues that I had, I was able to take care of. So if y'all wonder who I'm looking at, let me pop him up. I got Pretty Ricky on the patio with me tonight everybody let me let me i'm gonna do a wide shot so everybody can get a oh no wait a minute we seeing that other camera i just pulled off we're gonna take that back in i've been out here playing with my cameras i realized what my issue was with setup i had to be patient i am not a patient person and because there's so much stuff like trying to come in at one time in this one little laptop it take a minute for it to register everything. And I'm just not patient enough to let it do what it do. So I I want to say I set up at about 6.30. Okay. Yeah, so I, I like plugged in everything, gave it time to get registered and all. And then I was like, okay, good. All my cameras is working. I can, I, I can do what I need to do. But what's going on, everybody? Hey, let me see who is in here. Hey, Melissa, how are you? Hey, Frida, what's going on, darling? Yes, I'm telling you, I have had, okay, so let me tell you my week. So I noticed I had already, you know how sometimes you have a drip, like in the shower, you know, in the bathtub or whatever. And so I already had like a little drip and I noticed that my drip started to become a steady stream. You do. Um, that's good to know, Melissa. She's doing great. So my drip became um, a steady stream. And so I reached out to my friend and was like, hey, can you come and take a look at this leak I got at my faucet in the, in the handle, you know, the handle to turn the water on. And so I guess he missed, he missed the, the message, even though I sent it twice. But we were talking about some other things in between. So I actually can't understand how he, he missed it. And so when I noticed it started getting worse again, um, I reached out again. And plus, I knew he was busy. I was like, hey, do you know somebody that can come over here and take a look at this leak? Because it's getting worse. And he was like, yeah, let me send my friend. So he um, uh, hooked me up with one of his friends that was a plumber. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm you know me. I don't know. I already took the access panel off yeah. the back. I'm taking pictures like, look, it's a steady flow. Like, luckily, it's ground level 
and the water was running into the ground but i had a steady like it was a steady flow of water before he could get here the pipe burst water everywhere i'm like oh shit but luckily y'all know me i knew where the cutoff valve was <laughs> <laughs> turn the water off to the house so i mean there was blessings in in part yeah. of it like good thing i it didn't happen while i was gone to cancun because that would have been horrible but the girl coming over to take care of the dogs probably would have caught it but still i would have been like trying to explain to them where to cut the water off and like yeah it would have still been a whole mess but at least we got it taken care of so he came over and got my my, my i had to get a whole new little thing put in over there so i have been and then on top of that on top of that i wake up the other morning i come upstairs refrigerator's out Fuck, my refrigerator done died this refrigerator ain't even that old like how the refrigerator gonna die like so i call my uh, son-in-law because he worked at best buy i'm like hey I'm gonna need a you know refrigerator, which he had got that one for me. I'm like, what's the warranty on this thing? Because it really ain't that old. And so he was like, okay, my mama check on it. I'll let you know, blah, blah, blah. So I'm in the kitchen and I decide I'm gonna cook. And I go to plug, you know, put something in my air fryer, push the thing in, it don't come on. My air, fryer. my air fryer ain't coming on. It's like fuck. Flip the garbage disposal. It don't come on. So this whole line right here of electrical is out. Luckily, the refrigerator wasn't bad. I plugged it into another outlet, so I got an extension. Said I got an extension cord plugged into my refrigerator, y'all. So, so that, hey Tara, you doing all doing all right? It's been a minute, but I'm back with you. Yes, it has been a minute, Frida. I have missed you. I didn't even thought about that until you said that I hadn't seen your name. But yeah, so. I got an extension cord plugged into the, got the refrigerator going. And so my friend, he was like, I'll come and check it out. You know, I'm going to come out. I was like, look, as long as my stove work and I got the refrigerator going, I'm good. Just fit me in which you can get me in. But yeah, that, that it has been a week. And how is your, how's your week been? It's been busy. I work a lot of overtime. Just a man dealing, stuff. Dealing with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, listen that's the reason why i like that i work at home and i don't deal with people unless i have to and it's mostly via email and i call a few folks i'm telling y'all that's what listen i learned i took i told you about the personality test i took i learned management and like now here's the funny thing though here's the funny thing as y'all can tell i like to talk in front of people i like to yeah. public speaking is my thing like education and public speaking, I absolutely love to do. And so I am a major people person when I'm doing that type of thing because I love it and I enjoy it. But as far as everyday work or me trying to manage people, no, 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 my, my personality doesn't, mm -mm, it doesn't, uh-uh. What, what did Tara say is, yes, I love working from home too. Best thing ever. Absolutely, Tara. The only thing about the, the only bad thing about working from home is the weight gain. Because you get a little lazy. Yeah. And I done got a little lazy. I got to get this this COVID 30 off. This is what I'm gonna call it. This COVID 30. 
or 25 or whatever it is. Whatever it is, it's got to go. I'm going to try to get it off, at least half of it off before I, my mother-daughter trip because I'm taking my daughters to um, the Dominican Republic coming up. We leave out the Friday after Thanksgiving, so it's a mother-daughter trip. We're gonna have so much fun. Yes. So so much fun. So I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Taking my girls out and spoiling them as if they're not already spoiled. But let them tell it they're not. They just regular is what they say. But what is going on, everybody? Like this. Well, you know, I was looking for a, a subject. You and I were kind of talking about it the other day. And, and this self-sabotage popped into my head. And I'm going to tell you why it popped into my head. Is I have learned, because you remember, I'm all about self-reflection. Excuse me. And I had to learn this about myself. I am such a perfectionist at times that when everything doesn't go the right way, it 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 throws me and, and I will shut down like it, it will shut me down because it didn't go the way I wanted it to go and it takes me a minute before I come back to it. I I am probably the king to shut down and I'm working on that. I am too because I, I realized that, of that about myself which is why it takes me so long sometimes especially if it's a project that I'm really passionate about and if something happens in that project that, that throws it off I'll shut down from that project yeah. and it, it may take me months to get to get back to it and so that's something I had to learn about myself but then I took a step back and I thought could I apply that? Do I do that in relationships as well? Do I self-sabotage in relationships? I know I do. So when you seek me to self, let's go with self-sabotage. So start running through my head. I wonder how many times I've done I do it a lot. I do it a lot. And sometimes I think, because remember, this is about self-reflection. I sometimes I think. We self-sabotage and then we blame others for it. Mm -hmm. Because it's easier to blame someone else for our failure than it is to admit we did it to ourselves. And so that, when I first opened my eyes to that, that took me a minute because I was that, I blame other people type uh, in, you know, in the beginning before I started my journey. And and it was easier that way. And I still do it sometimes as a female, as women and, and, and ladies. Please chime in if you've done this as well. I have been guilty of, and this is this is my self-sabotage from um, a relationship standpoint. And this is going to sound funny. Well, no, it's not going to sound funny. People are going to understand it. You know, I used to be plus size, right? I used mm -hmm. to be 236 pounds. And so I was more secure at 236 than I am at my smaller size. Even when I was down to my lowest, which was 154, I was I was more insecure about how I looked then than I was when I was at 236. Wow. Um, 
because when I was at 236, people didn't judge me by my appearance. It was my personality that drew them in. Like, sexy has always been the number one. No matter what size I am, people have always felt found me sexy. And so even plus size, they always, always got, oh, you so sexy, you so sexy. But it wasn't so much judge me on my appearance. It was my personality. Oh, she's sexy. The way she moved, the way she talked, it pulled them in. And so I didn't worry about my, I mean, I still like to be cute, but you know what I'm saying. But when I got smaller, I noticed that how I looked was the first thing that people noticed. So it came first instead of my personality. Well, when I was larger, my personality came first. And then, you know, by that time they was all past, you know, I, I, and I always got that, oh, she cute for a big girl. I used to get that all the time. Yeah. She's sexy, she cute for a big girl. But but I was secure in that because I knew, once I knew you was intrigued, my personality was going to pull you in. Yeah. So I was secure in that. Because it was me who brought them in, if that makes sense. Yeah. Then when I got smaller, it was all about the shape. It was all about the appearance. It was all about the look. And so... I became self-aware of it, if that makes sense, because that's the first thing people saw. It wasn't my personality anymore. It was the body, the shape, the booty, as you know, people talk about all the time. And so I, that self-awareness made me critique myself. And so where the self-sabotage came in is like, I would have... <clears throat> For some reason, muscle guys like me. Them gym muscle guys, them big, them big, they, them gym rats love me. But I'd be like, I don't understand why you looking like, look at you. And it, so I was, I would be like, I would ignore it or just not even engage in conversation with them because in my mind, I'm not your type. So I don't even really understand why you're talking to me. So I'm not your type. And so then I would just shut it down. Okay, but you're in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> walking around, you got all that ass. And, and you're walking by and they'd be like, so, I mean, big dudes, you know, they, they get anybody. There. I'm just saying. But, but I would always blow them off because yeah. I would be like, why are you looking at like because I was insecure at that size to me I didn't understand what they saw like I still thought I was cute but I was like I'm not your type like I'm not I guess because I didn't see myself as that fit girl and I didn't understand why they would want somebody who's not a fit girl when they were you know that gym rat, rat type and so I would always self sabotage in, in that instance because now that I'm thinking back and I'm looking back at it like why not me why 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 couldn't they have been interested in me and I think as women sometimes we do that a lot in relationships because our insecurities over things that we've gone through causes us to self-sabotage in that relationship I think guys are insecure too a lot Okay. Spill the secrets, pretty Ricky. 
Are y'all listening? Because Pretty Rick about to spill some secrets. A lot of us act like we got it all together, but really, deep down inside, we don't. And it it makes us be people who we're really not. You know, men, we try to put a front out there. That's just what we do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us just, you know, they act like they're not bothered if a woman turns them down. And I know some guys that will, they won't go out there because they hate the rejection. I've had, I, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. And I, I've yeah. always been the type, I've never chased after women because I feel that eventually we can become friends and then you start to I was always that. Oh, so you came in through the through the friend door. And if you left me as a friend, I was good. But a lot of times, if you talk to me long enough and get to know me, and I, I have, I have been told that before um, by a man about their their insecurities and that a lot of men put on the front and want to, they they want to impress, you know. And I mean, and that's what that alpha does. He 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 does like to make sure that everybody sees him, and and he he gathers his flock. But let me ask you this, so. Behind those insecurities or that that fear of rejection, do you think men self-sabotage? I mean, you oh. said they don't approach the way that's definitely one way because you that that's a missed opportunity because it might have been somebody that was interested. Yeah. So I can I, I can yeah, I can I can see that. I, I can see that. I've had of course I've had that happen to me several times where my appearance uh and you know what? And here's the funny thing. And I'm, and I don't know if this applies to self sabotage. And I don't know. Y'all tell me what y'all think about this. I don't know. It, it doesn't. But you know, I, I've said before that I don't understand. Well, I do understand. I can see it. I can see what it is within me that intimidates I, I, I can see it because it, it's so funny I was having a conversation with the guy who came the, the plumber who came to speak and I was like well I don't want to use the word intimidation like he just met me and he was like no intimidation would be the, the right word which meant that he saw yeah. what what they saw and I, I struggle with that sometimes but I mean I, I can see that for for the guys, and and I've had that definitely to happen where they would not approach me, or uh, I had one guy. I guess he was surprised that I was that I accepted his advances. I guess that he wanted me to chase him or something. He was like he wanted to make sure I was really interested before he invested. But dude, if you're not communicating with me, like. I don't I don't chase men like what you can you the one was all up in my inbox and my DM and so okay like no mm -mm. I can't yeah that's that's not yeah yeah you can't come in my inbox holler trying to holler at me and then want me to chase you no that's not gonna work that's not gonna work for me at all that was self-sabotage in his instance because 
you you can't ask for something and then think you don't have to pursue it. And okay, ooh, ooh, that just made me think about something because you hear women talk about this all the time. That guys, you come in doing one thing. You come, you 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 come at and you know you're doing this you're buying flowers candies all these different things in the beginning and then you change now is that change because <laughs> tara said preach care i'm just asking a question because I'm, I'm i'm thinking about this on the self-sabotage level because does he change because something he decided he decided okay i'm not interested and he's self-sabotaging and trying to get get out of the relationship is that the reason why they flipped that script i would i would say yes not all the time but that's an easy way out okay okay the man will be consistent if he's really most times now we will slow down some, but we never go all the way back to the point where you'd have to remind you, hey, look, you see this, and now you don't know. So, okay. Command is into you. You know, this thing is consistent. You, you I, I 100% agree with you. You know, I preach consistency. Yeah. Watch his actions. Hey, actions over words all, all day long. So, ladies, think about that. And I mean, really and truly, and I say that all the time, if they change, consistency is the key. If somebody changes and they stop doing something that they typically do, something happens, something has changed. Now, whether or not they're self-sabotaging, I don't know. But that could be a particular instance if they're trying to get out of the situation. I know a lot of times women... I'm guilty of this. I can say I'm, I'm, I have been guilty of this in the past. I have self-sabotaged trying to avoid going through things that I've gone through with other men. If that makes sense. And so I, I self-sabotaged thinking that that person was going to, to be that same way and that's not who they were. And I missed out. And I messed up, you know, the situation. I can, I can I can admit that. I can take a step back and and admit that I have done that. And I think a lot of women do that, especially women who had those men. Uh, Frida said, yes, indeed, me too. Especially those um, women who've been in abusive relationships. And if, if you've had a couple of abusive relationships and then you get a good guy, you're a little confused and you'd be like, and you're waiting you waiting on that good guy like you mm -mm, mm -mm. you too good to be true yeah. something about you ain't right like he can't be this good like no uh-uh uh-uh right and then they flip the script on me i'm just waiting on the shoe to drop and then he gets tired of having to defend himself and say that's not who i am that's not who i am that's not who i am and so it it turns into a self-sabotage situation for her because you beating down a good man all because you have those walls up and that fear of how somebody else has treated you. 
and, and it's it's hard to believe that this person that's in front of you is different because yeah. you know after a while you and i hear that so many times all men are the same no they're not all the same you know i hear a lot women say i'm just tired mm -hmm. i'm just tired mm -hmm. hey sherry welcome i get that i get it yeah which and I keep saying that I got to do that modern female show. And I have not done that modern female show. Oh, and that just made me, um, let me let me pause right there and say this. Because I know this was supposed to be um, Cocktails with KO. And I was going to have um, saying the author on. Yeah. However, um, unfortunately, she had a death in her family and, was, and had to cancel. And so I want to say my thoughts and prayers are with her. Uh, and her family, what made me think about that, her sister is Bonnie, who was on um, the Modern okay. Male show. And that's what kicked in my head to um, to say that. So my my thoughts and prayers are with them and their mother, Miss uh, um, Patricia. Love you guys. Um, hey, if you need anything, I am here. We will definitely reschedule and have her own. Um, so that's why we're doing a red wine conversation. So my thoughts and prayers go out to that family. Yeah, absolutely. I, I meant to say that at the top of the show. And I got to thinking about all the things that I had going on. But I definitely wanted to say that. My thoughts and prayers are with them. But anyway, but yeah. So we 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 do that. Uh, definitely. Uh, it's females in a relationship. And actually, men do it too. Men do it too. Women are not just guilty of that. Men do it too. Because I've had to deal with that. Oh, are you one of them? And such and such. And I'm like, look, that's not who I am. And I'm not going to keep trying to justify to you that that's not who I am. You know, if you, as a man, if I bring through a bunch of women in the world that just started out good and then went south, you know, I could, I'm going to put my guard in. Right, and my guard is took. I won't. I let you in. I normally don't let people in anyway. So, and I, and if I let you in, I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna let this one in, and she's on. So I just, I yeah, it it does make you gun shy. It makes you, like you said, protective of your heart. And then when you get so extremely protective of your heart, you do tend to self sabotage oh. because you're insecure. And you don't want to put yourself out there and you don't know is this person genuine or are they going to flip this, you know, because you've had somebody to be that genuine person before and then all of a sudden that that switch flips. And so we do have a tendency to self-sabotage in those situations because we're we're gun shy. Like I said, we, we're worried about being hurt and that heartache ain't fun. And, you, and a lot of times we don't know what we're doing. The self-sabotage, yes. Yes, a lot of times we do not know that we are self-sabotaging. You're absolutely correct. I, I that's why that's why I have been so focused on when things happen and I shut down like that. I I really I really like go back and forth with myself. Am I being emotional? Am I being logical? Like, does this really make sense? Are you overreacting, girl? Because sometimes you can't overreact. 
You know what I'm saying? And so I have to check myself because I don't want to self-sabotage. I don't want to jump out there and say something or do something and I'm really overreacting to the situation. And then I done messed up a good thing all because I overreacted, you know, to, to something that really wasn't what it was. And so I had... I, I, I had to make sure, you know, okay, check myself. And and typically, and I say this a lot because I, I'm not an overly emotional person. And the main emotion that I show is anger. I pin up everything else, but anger, I can never hold in. My other emotions, or when I'm like, you know, sad things, of course, I, I cry, uh, but... The majority of my emotions I hold in. I swallow things and then they all come out as anger. And so now I try to make sure that when something irks me or something's bothering me, that I don't respond in anger. Because I find when I respond in anger, that's a lot of times when I self-sabotage because it's not really... That that level of anger is not necessary. It's, it, it's not necessary for me to respond that way. And so I have I've learned to identify that in myself when I feel myself getting ready to I'll say overreact. I have to say overreact because typically I'm a zero to one hundred type person. It's it's just who I am. I'm a zero to 100 it's there's rarely an in between with me and people who really know me will be like yeah she ain't lying she a zero to 100 and i'll be so calm and then the next thing you know and you be like damn where did that i am a zero to 100 and so i have learned to take a step back and be like because a lot of times i self-sabotage myself that way because I allowed that zero to 100 to take over. There's no in between. I was like that as a child. And I'm still that way to this day. I am a zero to 100 type person. My kids will tell you that in a minute. They'll be like, mm-hmm. I'm more, it takes, I'm zero. Probably the time. No, that's you guys. Y'all able to do that. Hey, Carlin. That's my cousin. <laughs> Ooh, my family is checking in. No, mid, like, let me tell you, I literally, like, my baby girl has my temperament. And I tell her all the time, I wish she was, I said, I wish she was so much like your daddy. You are such your mama's child. I wish you was your dad. Ooh, wish you had your daddy's temperament because I am zero to 100. Don't say something to piss me off. I'm going to be calm with you until you piss me off. And once you piss me off, there's no, listen, don't let my kids, they come home and tell me something that happened in school. Do I need to go up to the school? They be like, no, no, mama, I got it. I'll handle it. Don't go up to the school because I'm a zero to 100. And they know if they say something to piss me off, mama about to go off the deep end. Yeah, they, I was the one, they would want me. Dad, I, I, I want you to go, go there because you're going to be like my mom. Yes, you, 
Yeah, Robert, my, my ex, yeah, he would have been the calm one to handle the yeah. situation. And and me, I'm the one that's going to be up in there. Oh, who? Okay, who I'm about to take out of here? Because you don't you don't fuck with my children. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, <laughs> there's certain things you don't do. <laughs> and my babies is one of them. And they grown now. And you still don't mess with my children. Then my babies. And they know that. They know that. Like when the oldest one was getting ready, she told her wedding court, don't, don't let them think something is, just, just know that they feel like something is not going right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, but I was good through the whole wedding process. But but yeah, I I I I have realized about that, realized that about myself that I self-sabotage when I do that. Because I'm really not taking into the fact of the whole picture. See, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I look so unbothered that it really messes me with women. Oh, yes. Going crazy mm -hmm. And the whole time I'm like, don't let me be mad and you ain't mad too. I'm emotional and you don't want. I'm now I'm trying to make you emotional, and then that's when we really start saying stuff we, we ain't got no business saying because we're trying to make you emotional because we emotional. And I want you to hurt because right now I'm hurting. Okay, what did Curlin say? Yes, you know what, Curlin, it does run in the family. You're absolutely right. That zero to 100 temperament does run in the family. Yeah, uh, yes, Melissa. I hey, I don't play when it comes to my kids. I don't, I don't, she was like, she feel the same way about her daughter. She feel, I don't play when it comes to my kids. It, that's one thing you don't play. My grandkids, that's even worse. Whew! My babies, that's even worse. With they little bad asses. Mm -mm. No, but, but yeah, I, I, we have a tendency in relationships. I, I, I got a girlfriend. Well, I got a few girlfriends. I'm going to have to say that that do this. And I'm a little different. When I go into, um, I, I can't say into a relationship, when I'm getting to know someone, I meet someone and I'm getting to know you. I trust you until you give me a reason not to trust you. Where a lot of women... You got to earn their trust. And I feel like in, and this is just my, my opinion. I feel like sometimes in trying to make him earn that trust, they self-sabotage. Mm -hmm. Because they're trying to make him jump through those hoops to prove himself when he really shouldn't have to prove himself because he's not the one who did it to you. <laughs> I, I I think that's that's as women we do that a lot. Now that again, this can vice versa because men do it as well. But I think as women, we do that a lot and we have to stop that. Like he's not the one who hurt you. And so how can you have trust issues with someone you just met? When they haven't really done anything to make you not trust them. Yeah. So that's why I say I trust you 
until you give me a reason not to trust you. And then once you give me a reason not to trust you, it's difficult to earn back that trust. But I do feel like a lot of times people self-sabotage in that because they're trying to make people or force people to earn their trust and to, to earn, get it into that inner circle. And everybody don't want to jump through those hoops. They ain't no. going to go through that ring of fire. turn me off my head. Me too. I would lose interest in that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Melissa said this is so true. Yeah, I mean it, it happens it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. And we want want these people and then the slightest little itty bitty thing. See, I already yeah. knew. I knew it. I knew it. Uh-huh. I knew you was that tight. Yeah, all of y'all, all men are like, all women are like, like, I, like, dude, I, I, let me tell you. And I don't know, and y'all, okay, y'all, and I'm going to tell this story. And y'all let me know if I self-sabotage, because I may have self-sabotaged in this particular situation. So I told y'all before, y'all know I'm going to tell you. So I matched with this gentleman and we were chit-chatting back and forth. And I mentioned I had a podcast. Okay. And so he was asking me what the podcast was about. And I told him it's about, you know, growth through true self, you know, reflection. We talk about various, you know, subjects. It's all about being open to other perspectives. Are you one of those? You know, is it is it just the, the female perspective? And I was like, no, I give both male and female, you know, perspective. I was like, you know, I just did a whole series on the angry black woman. Oh, are you an angry black woman? And I'm just like, you kind of giving me them vibes. Like you done been through some stuff and you trying to dig and figure out you know, do I got that type of personality? And I felt like that's what that was going to be, a back and forth the whole time. And so I was like, unmatched. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I was like, eh, no, that's a battle I don't think I really want to, to have. So y'all think, did, did I self-sabotage? or did... She said, he, <laughs> Tara said he already turned me off. <laughs> Me too, Tyra, because I was just like, yeah, 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 I was like, uh-uh, unmatched, like, no. So, and I tend to do that, like, in, I, in the conversation, if I hear something, like, yeah, unmatched, yeah, but that I could be self-sabotaging because I'm going from zero to 100, even though it's a little bitty thing. Yeah, but. Told you I'm on the other end of the spectrum, and that would have turned me. I've been like, ah, oh, no, I'd have unmatched. Okay, okay, you can say a couple things, and I'd be like, yeah, this, yeah, because that's that's <laughs> how I am. I'm like, mm, nah, uh, uh, that's not gonna work for me, and there ain't no need of me even pretending like it's gonna work for me. So let me just go ahead and un un unmatch, or either I don't even communicate anymore, like. That's not gonna work for me. 
Don't, don't. I get on there when I get bored every once in a while. I don't like people like that, so that would get on my nerves. Rick, you gotta like people. You know who you remind me of, though. You know, you Richard. Because Richard, he's so freaking funny. Richard Brown, y'all, if y'all are the Richard Brown from the Brown Brothers. Because he's so freaking funny, but he don't want to do stand-up. Like, he enjoys doing the show with Will, but he don't want to branch out. So, how you come over here and you rate, relate to people, but you don't like people? I can do them for a little while, and then I have to go and recharge. Okay. And I, I, I can see that. I can see that. I'm even like that with people that I like. And, you know, we can be together for a little while. Then I, I go into my. Oh, I'm definitely like that. Okay, I'm definitely like that. I have to have my me time. If I'm around you, like when I went to Cancun and I went to Cancun with a girlfriend of mine, I got to have like I, my coffee, my morning walk, my I got to have. Karen shut down time because we we locked in on this resort together for five days. Karen got to be able to have her me time and go shut down, and and I'm like that. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you on that. I, I I feel you on that. But that ain't got nothing to do with no, self sabotage. Okay. We can we don't move off the subject. We got to come back to the subject of self sabotage because, and I think we went there because I was really getting on. We we do that in a relationship when we look for the negative and i tell people that all the time if you go in already expecting the negative mm -hmm. you self-sabotaging right off the rip yeah. yeah you you already and, and when you look for trouble you find trouble and sometimes you're looking for trouble creates the trouble and I'm going to say that one more time for those people who didn't catch that. Sometimes when you look for trouble, you create the trouble. So stop looking for trouble when there ain't none. If he's doing what he's supposed to do or she's doing what she's supposed to do, but just because you've had those issues in the past with somebody and now you're looking for any little bitty thing, you're creating a problem where there is no problem. That most definitely is self-sabotage. But you want to blame them. Well, I know you cheating. Well, I know you're doing it. I just ain't found it, but I know you can't be. What do you mean? When you look for trouble, trouble will find you. And I had to tell a girlfriend of mine that. And at this time, I had been, she called me one day all upset well look at my tan lines i'm like oh you see my tan but anyway she called me i think that's for putting up these curtains if y'all notice the curtains on the patio we got curtains we sat now when it rains we got a little cold we turn the heat on we sat out here on the patio is it raining i can't even hear these i heard you heard a little bit usually you can hear it on the roof but anyway we, we digress but anyway i i had told a girlfriend that because she called me and she was all upset because she had been digging uh, in her husband's pockets and found this woman's phone number. They still do that? Yes. Well, this was years ago. Oh, okay. This was years ago. And so she found the phone number 
And I said, when you look for trouble, you find trouble. And she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, girl. And, and I think at the time, it was like 15 something. I was like, in the 15, however many years it was that I've been married, never gone through this stuff. If I'm about to wash clothes and you know, and I pick up his work, because you know y'all men like to leave shit in your pockets. <laughs> right. I go in, <laughs> dig out whatever's in his pockets, put on his bedside table on his nightstand, even if it's pieces of paper, then pieces of paper coming up, folded up, however they came out of his pocket. I'm laying them on the nightstand and I'm going on about my business to watch pants. I'm not looking for trouble. But when you look for trouble, you find trouble. And always what's done in the dark comes to the light. You ain't got to look for it. It's going to present itself to you. But when you look for trouble, where there is no trouble, you're going to find it. And a lot of times, you create it. You create it. I used to have, listen, when I was married, my ex was like you. That that worker be he liked yeah. to work. He'll work, 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 work. I don't mind. Go to work. But I have people like, how you know that's where he at? How you know he at work? Because that's where he told me he was. I ain't got no reason to believe otherwise. Until he give me a reason to believe otherwise, he say he at work. He at work. I never even knew how much he brought home. Like if he like Shit, if they work overtime, he works seven days, they get paid double time. I'm like, the pay was ridiculous. Guess when I found out how much he made? Uh-uh. At the end of the year when I did taxes. That's how I found out. And I'd be like, damn, what we do with all this money? I'd be like, but I didn't care. Guess what I cared about? Got a roof over my head. Was the bills paid? Was the mortgage paid? Was the light paid? Was the food did my kids have what they needed to have? All that other stuff is irrelevant because if it's going on, I'm going to find out. Yeah. It'll come to the light. Ain't no need to me looking for it. If it's there, it's there. I'm going to eventually see it. Yeah. And we self-sabotage looking for shit. Looking for shit because we used to that. We used to it, so we look for it in everybody. Everybody. I know you sitting over there like, yeah, I've been on the receiving of the internet so many times. I've just, yeah, I've made a lot of mistakes. And yeah, I've self sabotaged. I've been with women in the same way. Yeah, we've all done it. And if, if anybody who says they haven't done it is lying, We've all self-sabotaged, whether it's been work, relationships, somewhere down the road, we have self-sabotaged. It's happened. Yeah. Oh, I've definitely done it at work. Yeah. I'm self-sabotaged at work as well. But we don't we don't realize that. And and, and quite often at work when we self-sabotage, we like to blame our co-workers, our managers. Nobody understands. Nobody, you know, I, I was doing this, I was doing that, and she just don't like me, all those different things. No, it's you. It's you. It's you, boo. 
Take a step back and realize it's you. I know I can be different. I do get that. Oh, I know. Listen, zero to 100. I ain't lying. My personality test, I told y'all, and, and really, like I already know, you're going to be like, you you probably either a yellow or a blue person mm -hmm. uh, on, on that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You taking it before? Okay. I, I can see that. I'm a I'm a green orange. Like green yeah. is my dominant, and I'm green at work, and I'm green all day long at work. All day long, I'm green. And if y'all don't know, the green is that blunt, straightforward. Like we and we don't even realize it. Like we be working, and you come and ask questions, be like such and such and such, and we don't think about it. And we just go right on back to what we're doing, and with that, and, and people see us as mean and aggressive. And then we'd be like, I didn't, but I didn't mean it that way. But then I'm all the way on the other end. My next dominant personality is orange. The life of the party. Yeah. I always want to have a good time. Let's have some fun. And so I, I love to sit in my green. I mean, not in my green, in my orange. That's why I prefer to be. But my yeah. green is dominant. And so I fight against that because I prefer to sit in my orange. I prefer to be happy and, and to smile and, you know, and be that life of the party and let's kick it and let's have a good time. But the minute you piss me off, <laughs> whoo, baby, that, that look, the incredible hump, that green come in big time. And so I self-sabotage at work because I am so green mm -hmm. and like not and, and I don't want to sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but I know my shit but because of my personality my personality gets in the way of me moving up mm -hmm. that that corporate ladder because that green in me sees me as that angry black woman yeah. which causes me to self-sabotage myself because i am green and i feel like you all stupid and y'all don't know i know like it it depends on what's going on and, and i slip into that and so it's literally a battle for me at work because of that which is why work from home works so good for me because I don't I don't have to interact I'm, on a regular basis. I'm slightly green at work too because I think sometimes I, I think everybody's stupid. And I know it's not true, but in my mind I'm thinking, damn, I gotta do everything. I gotta show you how to do this again and again. So I yeah. Uh, and I hate this. Cause when I first came in in my in my position, I came in with that. I can't believe y'all, man. This way y'all doing it, like this don't make no sense. Why y'all doing it this way? Y'all losing money. You need to be doing it this way and doing this and like, which was self sabotage because they was looking at me like, who the hell does she think she is? Sit your little ass down somewhere. You can't come in here. We've been doing this for decades, and now you trying to come tell us that we doing wrong. But here's the funny thing about it. And this is the other part. Whew. That's the Taurus in me. This is the Taurus in me. Because I'm 
because now what I've noticed in a lot of the things that I was telling them when I first came in, they finally making those changes. But they had a consult consultant to come in, like, <laughs> and so I'd be like, and I'd be like, I told them that five years ago. Damn it, now y'all. <laughs> But I don't say it to nobody no. because that's definitely self-sabotage for me to step out and they be like, what? <laughs> I'm with you. I'll be thinking. Yes. Yes. I told y'all. Y'all want to listen to me. But I can't do that. But the green in me wants to do that. But I can't do that. And so now I just sit back and I mind my business. And I do my job. And I stay content. Because you know what? I got a 12-year plan. I'm looking at retirement. I want to retire at 65. I need to have this house paid off. I got things I can't afford to self-sabotage. So I, I sit back, mind my business. I do my job. I love my manager. Like, she don't bother me. Because she know I'm definitely that, that self-discipline type. I'm going to get the job done for she ain't got to micromanage me. She know Karen going to get the job done. If she reaches out to me, I know she needs some. If I reach out to her, she know I need some. Because otherwise, she don't hear from me. And she ain't got to worry about me. Because she know I'm taking care of what I need to take care of. So I like that. So I don't self-sabotage in that way. And I do. Now, catch me. When people send me an email, I got to write that email like five times, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I work with a bunch of dudes. So it's... You know, we have. I have to watch how I talk back because it, I can be real. That's like, okay, don't do that, don't do that. So I, re- I get up and walk around, come back and like, hey, yeah, I, I have to do that too. I have to, I have to make sure that I am not self-sabotaging by going zero to one hundred because sometimes you can get an email. I'd be like. Excuse me. Right. Listen, I had that happen, and this girl sent me this email, and I was like, just like you said, who who you think you're talking to? And you cc the boss. Who you think you're talking to? I had to write that email five, six times. I had no, I can't see it that way. Delete. Let me try it again. And then I read it again. Okay, let me take this word out. <laughs> because I know my aggressiveness sometimes. It, 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 it And I have to say self-sabotage because I realize that I get aggressive. And that aggressive is a, is a turnoff to people. And I know it's a turnoff. And so I have to say it's self-sabotage because I know. I know what's going to happen when i do it yeah. it ain't no ifs it ain't no let me think about let me see oh this make i know how people respond when that karen comes out and so when i allow her to come out i can't call it nothing but self-sabotage because i know what is what's going to happen i know the type of habit she reads <laughs> i know yeah so I can't label it anything else other than self-sabotage. Because I already know. If I respond this way, this is what's going to happen. This is exactly what's going to happen. Been down this road so many times. 
so I, I if if I do this, and even in relationships, because this is the killer, y'all. Huh? Self sabotage. We keep doing the same thing, which is crazy. The definition of crazy when you yeah. continue to do the same thing over and over, expecting a different outcome. Yeah. Self sabotage. You should have learned. You, you, you keep, yeah, you keep doing the same stuff. But you expect a different outcome. You treat him the same way you treated the other guy, but you expect a different outcome. You treat her the same way you treated the other girl, but you expect a different outcome. No. If you know it doesn't work and what you're doing doesn't work, it didn't work with her and it didn't work with her and it didn't work with her. Like how many times are you going to keep doing this same stuff expecting it to work? You now are self-sabotaging. Yep. Your insecurity, you're self-sabotaging. Because you expected something different while your insecurities allow you only to keep doing the same thing. Because yeah. we're too insecure to step out and try something new and look at the world in a different way. No, it's not going to work, Melissa. It's not going to work at all. We keep doing the same thing. Expecting a different outcome. I, I can see it, though. We always want, we want different results. In our mind, and I, now I'm speaking as mm -hmm. the self-sabotage. Okay, maybe this woman will take this. Yeah. It doesn't happen. And then we think we can find we do personality checks and we say, okay, this is the type of woman. So that's what we look for. You look for the person who's going to be accepting of the things yeah. that you do as opposed to you realizing that what you're doing is not right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that doesn't work. That doesn't work because you, what happens? You end up unhappy with that person because it's not really it's not really what you want. It's not really what you want. Self-sabotage. You self-sabotage because you settled. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. You settled for what you knew wasn't going to work. Mm -hmm. But because you knew you could do X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, I'm going to go on and settle. Oh, see, yeah, you just made me now. I'm trying not to jump on the soapbox, but you just made me think about something. And y'all, this is about self-sabotage, but I got, I got to ask this. Because men will settle. That 80-20, and I really hate that 80-20. They always talk about that 80-20 rule. Men will settle for that 80% in a heartbeat. Women look for that 100 all day long, and it, which is sometimes unrealistic self-sabotage, trying to find that 100. But we struggle with understanding why men are so easily... So quick to settle, but I think it's because y'all's temperament is different. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, we, I can make it work. It's just, she just do this that I don't like. It's other stuff she's good at. So eh, I, I should be able to deal with it. But in the end, you you gonna look for what you want. Melissa says, "Why settle for the crumbs when you when you can have the whole cake?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Okay. But here's, here's the thing. I think here's the difference. 
And this is what I just thought of. Here's the difference. Because you, you, you said something. Men say, oh, I can handle that. I can deal with that. Eh, okay. I ain't going to let that bother me. Where women say, oh, I can change that. Yeah. I can change that. I can fix that. And that's the difference. Men will settle and be like, eh, yeah, that works my nerves, but I could probably deal with that. Women, we be like, eh, yeah, that works my nerves, but I'm going to have to change that. <laughs> and so, and I always say, you can't change somebody. No. But here's what happens. And here's what happens. Y'all say you can deal with it and you settle. And you be like, eh, okay, I can deal with it. But then a couple of months, years, or however long down the road, and then eventually enough is enough, and now you can't take it no more. And now y'all ready and see you shouldn't have settled for it in the beginning in the first place. As Melissa said, huh, why settle for the crumbs when you can have the whole cake? <laughs> but sometimes we can't always get the whole yeah. cake, though, Melissa. Yes, yeah, Sherry. We women, we will at least try. We will, we will definitely at least try. It gets on your nerves. Yes. It, it, whew. Things that's why I and that's why I preach to women so much. You can't change a man. He has to want to change. You can't change a person, period. Even men, you can't change a woman. She has to want to change. And you can't. I tell people this all the time too. Anytime a change is based on another person, if you're changing because of them, it's not going to work. You have to make, because that's what you want to do. I want to change because I know it's, it's the best thing for me, not because I'm changing because that's what you want me to do. There's a difference. And so a lot of times when people try to make a change because that's what you want me to do, it don't work. Then they become bitter and resentful of it. And then don't let them say, oh, I, I, uh, say something about the way you change. Hell, I did it for you. Like, now you want to complain about what I'm doing and I changed for you. So you should never change for somebody. You should always change because that's you want to do it because you feel like that's the best, the best thing for you. And it's going to be the best situation. And so I always tell women, stop trying to change a man. You can't change him. You can't change him. He has to want to change. And I don't care how many times you bitch and complain about it. If he don't want to change, he's not going to change. And so then it falls back on you. Are you going to make that? You either going to stay and deal with it or you going to move on? Because obviously they're not going to change. And I say, and that goes vice versa for the men as well with the, with the women. If you always constantly complaining about something that she's doing that you don't like, listen, if, if she keeps doing it and you keep telling her and she ain't changed, you got to make a decision. You either going to continue to deal with it or you're going to move on. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. And people want to force somebody to change. And you can't do that. And when you force, and we're going back to self-sabotage, when you try to force somebody to, to change, 
self-sabotage. Because it's not going to happen. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. So you have to make a decision, which is what true self-reflection is about. Once you're aware, once you become aware of a situation, now you have a choice to make. Either I'm going to deal with it or I'm not. And if I choose to deal with it and I choose to stay and I know if this behavior is never going to change, then you lose your prerogative to bitch about it. Why complain about something you know ain't going to change? What good does it do? Makes you and them unhappy. Which goes back to, do you really want to stay in that situation? Exactly. Boy, bye. That's what Sherry said. Boy, bye. <laughs> yes, Melissa. And then you become miserable. And then it doesn't work out. Yes. You miserable because you're trying to tolerate something that you know you really can't deal with. That's working your nerves. Because you went in thinking you could change their behavior. Mm -mm. Because guess what they went in thinking? They let me do it. I'm going to keep doing it. You can't come and complain to me down the road. I've been doing it. Now, all of a sudden, now you got a problem with it. You didn't have a problem with it before. Now you got why you got a problem with it now. That's always my first question. Well, what's they when, when somebody complaining? Well, what are they doing it when you met them? Or is this a new behavior? If it ain't new and they was doing it from the get-go, what's changed that now that it's getting on your nerves? Or was it getting on your nerves from the get-go and you thought you could change that and it didn't change? That's that's what happens, and now you all in your feelings, but in that. Isn't that an example, people? We talking about self-sabotage. Isn't that an ex example of self-sabotage? And how does that play back to our insecurities? Because anytime we decide to settle, it's our insecurities that force us to settle. Yes. 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 Thinking, oh, we may not find nothing better. Oh, he, he, mm, he almost, but he, ooh, it's just that, ooh. Okay, when he calls me such and such and he talked to me the way he talks to me, okay. But other than that, he really a good guy, but I don't like the way he talked to me. Oh, other than that, I, you know, she pretty, you know, she fine, but she crazy. But, ooh, yeah, y'all want to deal with the crazy and then complain about it later. Yeah. No, no. You, you got, when you go in with your eyes wide open and you understand and you see, I'm not licking my tongue all okay. And you you see and you know it going in. You can't be changing your mind. You can't be changing your mind. And I know we have jumped all we have, we actually are over an hour now. We have kind of jumped. Y'all, um, y'all see me playing with my thumb. I got a splinter stuck in it, moving stuff, trying to get this patio set up, get my curtain set up. Y'all know. You know I'm yeah, always doing something. Always. I'm always doing something. So I got a little splinter in my thumb, and I'm trying to get it out. Oh, no. It's a cut. Now it's open. Okay. But anyway, thank y'all for joining in for Red Wire Conversations. Thank you, Pretty Ricky, for joining me on the patio again. Look, I'm happy that we're going to get to extend the life of the patio. Yeah. So when it gets a little, starts to get cold, we can turn on the space heaters. We're going to get it cool. Yeah. 
because I can tell like the curtains really are maintaining the temp underneath here. Like it's it's nice. The rain ain't bothering the wind. Like my kids talked about me, but I love my curtains. I absolutely love my curtains. Yes, Melissa, do not close your eyes to the situation. And a lot of us do that. We close our eyes to the situation because we don't want to see it. We want to stay in our fairy tale of we're going to make this work. But thank y'all for tuning in to Red Wine Conversations and talking about self-sabotage that we all uh, do. Definitely been, been guilty of it. And so kind of take a step back and, and look. Hey, JC. Hey, darling. Oh, you coming in next week? Definitely make sure you swing by and, and hang out on the patio if you got time with me next week, JC, please. Uh, but yes, thank y'all guys for tuning in to Red Wine Conversations to talk about self-sabotage because we all are guilty. And so I want you to kind of take a step back and look at yourself and apply that to what you got going on in your life because I can definitely identify several situations where I self-sabotage. Several times. I, I I definitely uh, am a detriment to myself. I, I can I can be honest about that, and so I'm working on that now that I have identified that. I have to work on it. Oh, thank you, Melissa. I, I'm so glad that you love red wine conversations. Hey. When I started this show, that was the whole point for me to be able to reach out to people and be able to, to offer different perspectives. There's no right or no wrong. Yeah. It's about opening up your mind to a different perspective and looking at things from a different viewpoint. And if you can see some truth in yeah. that viewpoint, it may change you yeah. for the better and say, you know what? Okay, that makes sense. I can see that now. And so if you can kind of take a step back and you can see how you self-sabotage, I can see that now. I can see those different things. Oh, thank you, Sherry. Thank you. I hope that I'm doing good things. I'm, I'm listen, y'all know I love doing this. Yeah. I, I love to get on here and talk. I love to share my life stories. Like, I don't get on here and talk about things that I don't that I haven't done or I haven't been through or dealt with myself. And I think that's what people appreciate. I can be honest and say, yeah, I'm self-sabotage. I still do it. I do it all the time. But now I'm aware of it. And now that I'm aware of it, I want to I want to do things to make that change. And so once you become aware of it and you apply those different things to different situations throughout your life and you can see see you're like okay i see what she means you know what yeah i did do that i can agree i i, I i'm self-sabotaged yes what did melissa say thanks sis for sharing what she say thanks for sharing sharing this with oh yes yeah. so she she is a friend of sherry and terry uh melissa and they always share her i'm so glad that you tune in with us but i'm gonna get off of here me and rick gonna get off of here we are over our hour. Thank you guys for tuning in to Red Wine Conversations. I always enjoy talking with you. Y'all know I always enjoy when Pretty Ricky joined me. What Rick doesn't know that now that I got my curtains up, but he got to give me a little bit. I got to, I got to at least drop 15. 
he and I are doing a photo shoot on the patio. Yes, we're doing a photo shoot on the patio. So I'm and you know I'm gonna need yeah. you in something red. Yeah. Yes, because I know you can hang a suit. I seen you in a suit. Rick can hang a suit. So we're gonna do a photo shoot on the patio. I got to get with Camilla and 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 book us. But thank you guys for tuning in to Red Wine Conversations. I hope you have taken something away from tonight's show. That is the purpose of every show is to to be able to give you a different perspective. So I appreciate you. Good night. Love you guys for tuning in. Good night, Sherry. Good night, everybody. Y'all have a great weekend.